opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. All right, we are back. I'm Janine. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. On the second half of the show, I'm joined by actress, producer, Tana Frederick. We're going to talk about her new film, Two Ways Home. Good morning, Tana. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. This film, as I said off air, it was just so powerful on so many levels. Tell me the backstory of how this came about. A family friend in Iowa of, uh, who had known my family, my parents and my aunts and my grandfather, had written this loosely based on my family, um, on my grandfather and my aunts, and, um, and wanted me to, for about five years, had pressured me to get this <laughs> produced in Iowa. And, um, and, you know, thanks to the powers that be being my mother <laughs> 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 and her, um, her volunteering to help um, produce it and, uh, and do everything involved, you know, <laughs> set it. dressing and costumes and, and all that good stuff. Um, got it. I got it made. And I said, okay, I got to take you up on this. Way to go, mom. I know exactly. Right. We all know how mothers can pressure us. <laughs> Amazing. Did she ask for a role in the film? <laughs> no, no. She's a nursing professor. Okay. Um, actually. So she was like, I want not, I don't want to be on the screen, but I'll do everything else behind the scenes. Amazing. Well, props <laughs> yeah. to her. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, way to go, mom. I know. So give me an idea of, um, you work with director Ron, is it Vignone? Vignone. Yeah. Vignone. Um, and how did that come about the collaboration? Ron and I have worked together um, a, on a lot of films with uh, with Henry Jaglum prior to this. So he had we had a really great shorthand, you know. And being a being an independent film and having a very small budget on this, um, we knew exactly how to get the get what we needed done in a short amount of time. Um, and uh, so he really loved the script. He's he's actually a Californian, oh. but everybody everybody else I brought out from. I brought out from Iowa, or I didn't bring out from Iowa, rather, I used in the state of Iowa. Got it. And, um, and actually, I forced him to go to Iowa a couple times, <laughs> of course, to do location scouting. And, um, and we also had Lesby, who is from Des Moines, and uh, um, she helped to produce and hold casting um, casting uh, calls all over the state of Iowa. We actually had and send us the tapes um, in California. So we were able to do that while we were in post-production um, for other films that we were doing together. Um, and we auditioned about 400 actors from wow. Iowa, which was awesome as well. Amazing. And yeah. I love the girl that played your daughter. Oh, Riley Bear was absolutely fantastic. She had such chutzpah and uh-huh. she's such a great <laughs> little actress. She plays such a... Uh, uh, she's got she's plays such a spiteful kind of little brat in the mm-hmm. film, but she is the most darling, sweetest little girl um, in real life. You know, the presence of something dictates the opposite, and she's she's done a lot of other films. Um, I heart shaky and other films. She's just she's just a brilliant little actress. Is she from Iowa or is she somewhere else? No, she's from Iowa as well. She's from the Des Moines area. Okay. That's incredible. So tell me what you're hearing people say about this because you're you're really hitting home on so many levels. It, it's amazing. The first thing that I was so proud to hear from this is to get it backed. I called up 
the Westside uh, Alliance on Mental Illness and um, National Alliance on Mental Illness and talk to them because uh, from my parents' backgrounds, my mother is a, a, and has been, was for 35 years, I believe, um, a nursing professor in North Iowa uh, in the psychiatric nursing area. And my dad oh. was a pharmacist and um, cr- uh, created the system of med sets in which the severely mentally ill would, um, he could help track them being on their med sets. So, you know, a lot of times with the, with the severely mentally ill, yeah, yeah, um, they, you know, they would forget to take their meds or there would be med changes, you know, trying to figure out what the correct meds and, and you know, what would be for them. And so I worked in his pharmacy in high school, and, you know, my parents were very, were huge advocates of, um, of uh, the mental health um, of the National Alliance for Mental on Mental Illness and the North Iowa Alliance on Mental Illness, and they actually supported this this place called the Transition, the North North Iowa Area Transition Center, which okay. took mentally ill off the streets, um, transitioned them into an apartment, got them uh, psychiatrists, psychologists, got them back in touch with their families. Um, got them Amazing. on the right meds and health care, and then got them um, jobs and, uh, you know, a place to live and put them back in as um, with, a, with, a, with the goal of being them, having them be functioning members of society, you know. And, yes. um, and so my mom, when I, my, my parents, of course, being an actress, wanted me to be a lawyer, not an actress. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a lot of parents do. Yes. <laughs> but... but but moving out to L.A., my mom always sent me this list of, um, it was called the NAMI Stigma Busters. And it was, she would always say, you know, these are the films that don't represent uh, mental, me- the mentally ill correctly. And there's, you know, there's a long list of so many films that either further the stigma of the mentally ill or yes. um, create misnomers about mental health. And she said, you know, I would really love for you to create a film that shows um that shows that takes this removes the stigma and takes the shame out of the condition of of mental health. Right. Um, and so, what has been so cool is that the West Side NAMI and then another um, another other branches in Minneapolis and um, across the country have come out and said this film really represents. Um, mental health and what uh, families go through, what people go through when they're dealing with bipolar, and um, and to get their stamp of approval on this film was the greatest thing, incredible, uh, the greatest coup for me sure. coming out of it. Yeah, absolutely, and I've been so 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 proud of that. It's been seven years in the making with this <gasps> film, wow. and. Yeah, yeah. So to finish it was a was a great was a great um, you know it, huge accomplishment. Success. Yeah, huge accompli- yeah. accomplishment. But then yeah. to have their stamp of approval, and then to have audiences come up after seeing it at the festival tour that we've been in, and talk about their own stories and their own experiences with mental illness or um, with family members or mm-hmm. with friends or, you know, there's so many people who in the Q&As uh, share stories and to create dialogue about mental health has been so beautiful and I think so it's necessary. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. So that has been absolutely incredible and stunning. 
I, I want to mention, you, you were talking about NAMI, uh, the National Alliance on Mental Health, and I want to give their website because I put it on my blog, NAMI.org. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Tana Frederick about her film Two Ways Home. There's so much jug- judgment and stigma associated with mental illness. Uh, what are some things that people aren't aware of? I mean, you know, people do turn their lives around in so many ways. I think what people don't realize is that the the statistics on mental health um, are so are so great and so sort of horrific and so underplayed. I mean, suicide the suicide rate right now is actually um, the number two health problem uh, in in the world, and the mm-hmm. first is uh, heart problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, and and especially when we're talking about um, for me, what I've realized. Uh, touring with this film is, and not just touring with this film, but where we're at with a cu- with the country right now, is that how much we need um, we need psychologists in the school system. Oh yeah, how much we need our kids to have access, and we need to recognize these problems. You know, mental health isn't just dealing with a severely you know mentally ill, but it's dealing with a vast array of varying degrees of mental health. We're talking about you know, depression, we're talking about seasonal affective disorder, we're talking about, um, we're talking about postpartum depression. Um, in this film, we're also talking about PTSD for vets, yes. you know, and it's, and people are just afraid to come out um, because of what can be tacked onto them and, um, and, and who they are um, because of, of the stigma that's associated with having something wrong with your neurotransmitters. Whereas, you know, if you're right. dealing with with something that's um, a little bit more um, what's considered substantive, substantive yes. like, uh, you know, having, you know, cancer or having diabetes, then, then that's something that is more accepted because there's something that is, is easily diagnosed there. But, um, but, yeah, so there's just, there's, there's a lot that can be, be solved. It's just a more difficult uh, disease to tack down, yes. and it's um, and there's there's a little bit more um, you know, disgust with that. You know, I have to say what you're what you're saying is just resonating with me so much, which is also why I wanted you on the show because I don't know if you remember years ago you were on my show, and it's like I think we said five years ago, and the name of my show Get the Funk Out is because in 2010 I lost a really close friend of mine suddenly. And I was just horrified. I was in my own funk, and I took a year off from the station, and I came back with the idea of, wait a minute, I'm in my, f- my own funk, but what about other people? And I wanted this platform for people to share things they were going through, things they had learned about, you know, struggle and being resilient. And so this has turned into this whole passion of mine because of my friend passing away. Oh wow, that is so that is so great that you have a place for people to share and to talk. I mean, I, I remember. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Like I said, sure. it's, it's scary that it was five years ago, but it's also <laughs> wonderful to be back on your show. And um, I so appreciate you know that your openness and you're willing to to allow dialogue about stuff that may be uncomfortable on your show. That's that's just incredible. And there's not enough places that people can talk about no. about things that may be uncomfortable or that create fear in their heart anymore. And you you mentioned something, um, which is why I brought up the backstory of my show. 
you know, I, w- I want to go talk to high school kids or younger because there's so much that goes on when you're younger, you know, maybe a trauma. Maybe they're spending so much time on their phones and they're getting depressed because of all the blue light and the lack of serotonin, the lack of exercise. I mean, I could go on about that. But the point is w- what you said really hit home for me. Oh, I'm so glad, and I think you bring up such a great point, because in the age of social media, um, what we're looking at is is even more factors that, like you said, can contribute to, um, to you know, cyberbullying, right. to, um, to an ideal of people being able to hide even more uh, imperfections, you know, right. like you, yeah. I know myself, like you can, you can <laughs> scroll through Facebook in the morning and see all these smiling faces, but nobody's posting really on there. You know, I'm depressed today, or, or at exactly. least not a lot of people are. And, um, and kids especially, you know, it's, it's like even to the point of, of being able to, to filter your own photos and show something that's an, uh, very idyllic, filter yourself in this idyllic light, but um, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people who are showing you know those sort of messy areas of their life, which which in the making of this film, I really wanted to show that that those imperfections and um, you know this this woman going through a struggle mm-hmm. and women going through struggles and kids going through struggles. It's it's those imperfections which make us beautiful in life. It's oh, it's yes. going through those imperfections which create you know it's it's that sort of like dystopia in life of you know being which we consider ugly or maybe um it's it's those things which which make us human and and often art are what art wouldn't exist without those imperfections you you know yes i mean some of the most creative people go through the struggles of self-doubt and all these issues that nobody knows about Absolutely, absolutely, and um, yeah, and and it's it's just it's really a beautiful thing, and and there's not enough stories, um, I don't think too, which are sort of realistic and just focus on those those inner turmoils that we that we go through. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of stories that that. Um, you know, that show us being superheroes, but that don't highlight what superheroes we are just going through um, the self and the internal struggle of of depression and of, you know, bipolar, of a, of a mental health struggle. Mm-hmm. I want to mention that uh, the film recently won the Women Empowerment Award Jury Prize at the 2019 Women Texas Film Festival, and it's continuing to screen. Tell me about where else people can see it. We were just at the Marina Del Rey Festival, which was a beautiful festival, um, and uh, and we are going to be at another um, women's festival in Pasadena. Um, we won. Uh, we also won the jury prize at the Awareness Festival, which was a, which Fantastic. was again a great festival. We um, we've been at Syracuse. Um, we have had a, a long, great slew of festivals and uh and we're continuing on we're actually also screening um for the national alliance on mental uh on mental illness um at nami uh in december um and all of those can be looked at on our website at two ways home movie um or at two ways home uh movie um that's our Twitter handle. So you can kind of follow us along because we have some more festivals coming up, too, in 2020. Oh, good. Are some of them on the West Coast for people listening here in Southern California? 
Yes. So the one coming up in Pasadena, which will be November 14th, is, uh, of course, on the West Coast. Um, and then we have some more coming up in the Midwest and on the East Coast, too. So if you check out um, our tour, you can hopefully um, hit it up in some of the other, uh, other states if you're around in those, those areas. Amazing. Um, before we wrap, I just want to say this must have been, when you finished this film, you must have felt so many feelings. I mean, here you've been an actress for a very long time. But mm-hmm. this, I would imagine, is probably one of the most meaningful projects you've ever done. Am I wrong? You're, you're absolutely right. I think, it, it, well, I know this is the most meaningful project that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because it has the, the, the quality of healing that goes along with it. And, and it has a quality of hope that goes along with it. And when you can do that through an art form uh, and you can see it, in your eyes and you can see it in other people's eyes and you can show uh, nakedness and sort of honor and courage uh through through an art form and and other people can put their shoulders back and say um i feel stronger after that i feel less alone after that um i feel more like i'm a whole person after watching that then i i think that that is the greatest um compliment to your craft and that has been the most incredible journey for me um yeah it's been scary it's been really scary to show you know it's the most naked work i think that i've done but but the reaping the benefits of of healing of that of that aspect for other people it's just it's it's indescribable it's impossible to put into words i have to say though when i was watching the film in your toughest most raw moments i thought Wow, she is not only a great actress, but so stunning and real, and it's refreshing. Oh, thank you so, really? so very, very much. Yeah. Thank you. That is the biggest compliment that you could you could give me, I think, and probably any any actor. Well, I mean it. I mean it. So I want to mention the trailer is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, give your website one more time. It's uh, at Two Ways Home Movie, and then it's uh, com. Fantastic. Okay, so I think it's time for us to meet face-to-face because you've been on my show twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And thank you so much to get the funk out. Oh, What pleasure. a great show. Thank We're you. honored to be a part of it. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Tana Frederick calling in to talk about her film, Two Ways Home. And again, the trailer's up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kvci.org. Really powerful film about mental health. And uh, all the info about the work, you can find out more about it. And the screenings is up on there as well. Uh, Top of the hour, Sheldon Abbott will be taking over with The Cure for the Blues. So I'm going to leave you with one more song from Zepparella. I want to mention we are on Twitter at KUCI-FM, Instagram KUCI-FM, Facebook KUCI-889, and Tumblr blog.kuci.org, and our website KUCI.org, and you can listen from anywhere because we have a streamer. So, All right, have a wonderful Monday, everyone. I will be back next week. This is Zepparella with When the Levee Breaks. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.